This is Diaries of a Sensitive Soul. My name is Rachel Kelly. Welcome to my podcast. As a highly sensitive person, knowing there's so many others out there just like me, I wanted to create this podcast as a safe place to express myself and connect with others as I explore and share topics that many of us stay silent around. As a trauma-informed coach and narcissistic abuse specialist, you can expect both personal stories and educational insights along the way. My hope is that by hearing the raw and vulnerable parts of my life, you can remind yourself that you're never alone in yours. Hello, welcome back to Diaries of a Sensitive Soul. And in this episode, today I will be talking about the topic of codependency and how we can break free from those patterns. So, I wanted to start this episode off just really explaining a bit about what codependency is, really just for anyone either in a relationship or outside of a relationship if you're single, maybe it's a pattern that you've had in relationships and now you're recognizing that it's something that you'd like to change or you're just more aware of now and you're just looking at how to show up differently in your next relationship. So really when we're looking at codependency, it's just this overall feeling and lack of really that self, that sense of self within us, that lack of self-love, the prioritization of putting everyone else's needs above our own. So this may look like you know a lot of people pleasing, a lot of just giving somebody else everything that they need and desire and not actually listening to your needs. So of course in relationships that shows up with your partner, but if you're not in a relationship, that's going to be showing up for you um, with just anybody else. And that sense of just fearing abandonment, fearing rejection, feeling a lot of fear and an overwhelming sense that you're not safe without a relationship or you don't have a sense of self-worth if you're not in a relationship or you don't have someone there kind of reflecting back to you or feeding back to you your your sense of self-worth so as i mentioned in a relationship this could look like this could look like excessive people pleasing really putting your partner's needs just above your own their emotions above your own always looking outside of you and just kind of doing things at the expense of your own well-being so really a lot of self-abandonment here as well not really able to listen to your needs or if you if you even if you know your needs you're not listening and there's this bigger thing driving that in the sense that when you're looking to fulfill someone else's needs you're doing that because you feel that your needs at some point are either not important or that your love that you will receive or the validation you'll receive as a result of giving someone else what they need is how you receive love. That's a belief and an internalized message that we as codependents can learn growing up. And this will show up with unhealthy boundaries, for example. So not even being able to set a boundary, finding that it's hard to even maintain a boundary, a feeling of anxiousness or guilt when you do set a boundary or you assert your needs and your desires. So of course, if that's the case, there's this part where we're going to have to work through that guilt. 
And then when we're looking at the validation piece as well, it's just noticing like, is this you in a relationship where you're constantly seeking approval or validation from your partner? Maybe it's in the form of reassurance or it's just getting that feeling that your self-worth has derived from them. So it's constantly finding ways to feel worthy through your relationship by having that reassurance from your partner or really just seeking out an approval. And if this is you and you're in a relationship, just knowing and reminding yourself that there's nothing wrong with you or this, but it's just a behavior that was learnt and a part of you in childhood that didn't receive consistent love growing up. And again, I always say this when we're reflecting back on kind of our upbringings and we're doing a lot of our inner child work, which is connected to these patterns that we have in our relationships, is knowing that we don't need to blame or shame anyone really here in terms of parents or caregivers, but just recognizing that there may have been an inconsistency where your needs weren't met or you felt that your love and your validation were uh, were not there at times or the emotional support may have not have been there. And so if you felt that the parents or caregivers love was conditional, then that means that you learned that you had to do something in order to achieve the love. So that may have been, you know, you may have recognized that you had more love and validation acceptance when you achieved good results. For example, you were well behaved at school, you did something to to help someone else, you were told you were a really good child and the good girl, or the good boy. And you learn that if the love wasn't there until you maybe did these things, you internalize that you need to constantly be giving up everyone else what they need and and want over what your needs are. And again, things can turn into patterns. So this gets ingrained and it gets learned and it may again then result in these codependent patterns of behavior. And if you are a, if you are single or you recognize, you know, outside of relationships that this can also be you, again, we're not, it's going to be very similar patterns to how you show up in a relationship. You may find it challenging to be alone. You may have this fear that without a relationship, constantly worried, like who that next person is, was that next person that comes along going to be the one? Are they going to help you feel better about yourself and your life if you're in that relationship because I know like with the society that we live in relationships being in partnerships is very much favored or glamorized or uh, looked at in a way that you know is rewarded let's say uh, as opposed to being on your own and there's of course so many benefits to being single and on your own uh you know, the amount of growth and learning introspection that you can do, the amount of healing work in between relationships that, you know, that can be done and things that have come up in relationships that you realize get to be worked on. Of course, they can be worked on whilst you're single. But if you're someone that's codependent, it may you may not be benefiting from being single or being outside of a relationship because you're constantly fearing that you're going to be alone or that 
when is the next person coming along or there's this big fear of rejection and maybe you kind of sabotage and you don't allow yourself to be in a relationship and there's many things with this where you know you may even show as maybe quite avoidant on the outside but when you get into a relationship you are more codependent so it's like maybe there is a fear of getting into relationships because of a tendency to be codependent and losing yourself so actually you act with avoidance through your kind of dating phase as well so that's also something to to bear in mind but really people when they're having this feeling of uh, codependency it's really having this blurred sort of sense of self as i said defining themselves through a relationship so when it comes to being on their own maybe you don't know how exactly to act what kind of needs that you have what hobbies that you're into what kind of interests or values that you have and so being on your own is a really good opportunity to go into these these things and really figure out like what do i actually enjoy like what is it i want to do for myself and what do i find important and again if you're not in partnership this need to kind of look at other look for other people and excessively maybe um, involve yourself with someone else's lives in order to feel needed or valued may show up in wanting to fix or control situations or always be there trying to yeah be the rescuer in situations that's definitely something a codependent can um, show up as outside of a relationship so just recognizing if any of these things sound familiar to you both inside and outside of a relationship and knowing that whatever the situation was that that created this belief in the first place that that's okay we get to work on some of those things and really start to understand and unpick what what were those deeply ingrained beliefs about love that you received in childhood and how are you moving through your relationships and your dating life now as a result of these beliefs so really we can start here actually i want to share with you some strategies just to break out of this cycle to cultivate more independence if we can look at our beliefs individually we can just take a look at what is it that i believe about love and my self-worth so you could just start with a journaling sort of practice and just writing out like what is it i really believe to be true about the love that i deserve or what is it i believe about my self-worth in relationships is it that I feel unworthy of love unless I'm really meeting other people's needs? Like, do I always need to be giving and fixing and putting energy outside of me in order to feel like I'm worthy? Or can I just be content just being me and giving myself what I need? Or am I going to judge that and call myself selfish? Or all of these other things that might come up. Is there a lot of guilt that comes up when you are not constantly meeting others' needs? And then, you know, asking yourself if your value is really tied to the things that you offer, that you can offer in a relationship, you know, looking at yourself, like how harshly do you judge yourself? And do you look at the things that you get to bring to your relationships as something that is going to help you feel better about yourself? Or are you content just being, you know, wholly you who you are? and knowing that that's enough so just going back to the patterns from childhood you know reflecting on the experiences 
from our childhood can really help to understand how our upbringing and our early relationships really shaped our beliefs. So this can be good just to get some um, awareness cognitively, just checking in with yourself, like what were the patterns that I had growing up? What, how was I raised? Like, what was the environment? Was the love conditional? Maybe it's something you've never actually thought about before, you know, this thing of, of conditional love. But essentially what we're saying here is when there's when love is seemingly, you know, when there's a message that our love is conditional, it's shaped from a time where we maybe felt that, yeah, parents or caregivers' love was not freely given to us, but we recognized a time that if we maybe did something good, we helped someone out, we did something that was putting our needs outside of us and focusing on the other person that that's when we received that version of love that's when we felt good that's maybe when we got complimented validated received received affection and when we're in that kind of headspace as children we don't have the emotional capacity or even intelligence to recognize that this may not be entirely true that you know our parents love may you know is always there but maybe they just only showed you that love in certain situations but as a child you start to condition uh, and create these patterns and programs so this is something that you get to look at yourself and see like what was it that I felt I needed to maybe do to get this love and a validation how how were things growing up and then giving yourself time to just really recognize and establish what that looked like for you and of course there are practical things that we get to show up and actually change the behavior as we are navigating this this trait because ultimately what we're trying to do is show ourselves that our needs do matter that we are worthy regardless of whether we're in a relationship and that we do deserve love and that we can have this strong sense of self uh, without a relationship if this is where we're kind of looking because ultimately as well when we're looking at these codependency traits and tendencies in a relationship, it doesn't feel good. It feels like there's part of us missing. And of course, when we're always putting our energy outside of us, it looks like we're we're basically just telling ourselves that we're not worthy of giving ourselves love, attention, validation for ourselves. And this can cause us to repeat unhealthy relationship patterns and cycles. You know, we always see the patterns of a codependent ending up in narcissistic uh, or toxic or emotionally unavailable relationships with people because of the beliefs that they have because of that need to fill that constant void has caused them to overlook red flags and cause them to give and yeah give away their energy love and compassion outside of themselves because that's how they thought they needed to act to receive love so it's understanding that this is why we want to heal this in the first place. And boundaries is a big one. Really, it's a kind of fundamental step when we're looking at advocating for our needs. So it's really just recognizing, first of all, what are your needs? What are my needs in general? Like, what is it I need? You can even start off on a practice. Like, what is it I need today? What does my inner child need? Or in a moment where you're maybe feeling this lack of self-love, self-worth, asking yourself, what is it that I need right now? And what is it you need in relationship? What are you willing to accept and put limits on? And how can you communicate these boundaries assertively? Because you can take a boundary, but the part where it comes to communicating can often be the part where we fall back into feelings of guilt that we, if we take 
if we share with someone what our needs are, if we express our needs, that that's wrong. And so the part where we're communicating is being able to sit with that guilt and hold this guilt in our nervous systems. And it's okay, you know, to prioritize your well-being, reminding yourself it's safe, it's okay, and it's okay to protect your kind of emotional space as well. And really just being compassionate with yourself, reminding yourself all the way through this process that your needs are valid and taking care of yourself to maintain these relationships, you are worthy of that. And embracing being reliant on yourself, cultivating self-worth, doing that by pursuing your own personal interests, pursuing the things that light you up and make you feel good when you're not with your partner or if you're single, because that way you can develop a really healthy sense of self. So the key is getting really, really clear and then following through because what we do, what we understand is that like we can start to change our beliefs and change the way we think about things. But ultimately it's, it's our felt sense of worthiness. It's our felt sense of feeling safe enough. And that is shown through behavior. So we have to show up behaving differently in order to change these patterns. And then we can start to feel more joy and start to feel that we're worthy of these things when we're giving when we're giving these things to ourselves we're saying to ourselves we're showing our nervous system we're showing our our body our mind that we are worthy that we do deserve good things and that our needs do matter and that it's important that that person that we do want to find a relationship with if we're not in the relationship or the person that we're in relationship with that we do deserve this healthy kind of love where both people's needs are met, where there is a reciprocation of everything that goes on in the relationship. And finding that balance where you you have time to do your own hobbies, you go and do the things that light you up, that you feel excited about. Uh, you prioritize your self-care and recognizing that self-care isn't selfish it's essential for your for your own well-being and giving yourself that energy and time to to do these things without feeling the guilt and when that guilt arises again you get to check in with yourself your inner child and show her or him this is safe to do this and you can talk to your inner child and let it know and you can say hey I understand that at one point this didn't feel safe because when I didn't put my needs last or I didn't give somebody else the attention or I didn't show somebody or I, I didn't do this certain type of behavior that I didn't receive love and you can say now it is safe now I've learned that I don't need to show up in this way because inherently I'm worthy inherently I get to do all of these things and by being myself it is safe I will give myself the love and attention the validation that I need and I know that it is safe to show up exactly as I am without this story that I need to be more or give more than who I am in order to be loved so just to tie this all up, just to tie all these things in together, when you're moving through codependency or you're recognizing these traits and of course working through some of the beliefs and stories and programs and patterns that we have running from childhood, 
you know, we can really start to heal these in healthy relationships. So we want to be looking for those healthy relationships where there is mutual respect. There is, you know, it's it's built on that mutual, mutual respect and both individuals are valuing each other's autonomy within the relationships. They're valuing each other's needs and boundaries and they're healthy that they're healthy and they thrive on it being a two-way street you know not just one-sided giving or taking and you know looking to create that emotional independence whilst also keeping you know that interdependence so just trying to find that balance maintaining that sense of self-worth that sense of self but also nurturing a connection and you know that's usually the balance where some people kind of struggle when they're like they're fearing getting back into a relationship because of codependency traits or things like this and it's like how do we find that balance and I think openness with your partner openness with yourself in terms of where you're at and what you're maybe working through and really just establishing this open communication healthy boundaries like between between you and understanding as I said before before you get into these relationships what is it you really want and desire for yourself and then choosing really the types of people that will support this is the person you're choosing to be get get involved with encouraging of your personal growth do you do you allow them to pursue their passions to grow individually and do you both want to are you both on the same page about that and celebrating each other's successes because ultimately, sometimes if there is this codependency trait, it's that fear that if someone else goes off and pursues everything and keeps their individuality and fo- focuses on their passions, that you fear they may be like leaving you behind. So it's understanding what you are looking for in a uh, relationship dynamic as you work through these patterns. And really, you just want to feel safe enough to be yourself, to feel vulnerable, to be authentically yourself through you know the most authentic parts of you and feeling safe enough to express all of this stuff and sharing vulnerabilities and building that trust in partnership for yourself with yourself without any fear of judgment or rejection and just remembering that it's a journey if you're if you're moving through this and one that will take continuous sort of self-reflection a commitment to prioritizing yourself your self-worth your well-being within a relationship and knowing that even if you learn all this stuff outside of it and you're doing all the work and you're single and you're like okay this is this is good and I think I'm you know I'm getting somewhere and then you kind of get into a dynamic and you see these patterns coming up just knowing that that's completely normal and they're just coming up for you to work through them in in real time because that's where really um yeah we get to put all of that into practice so that's a quick one from me today I hope you got something from this episode uh again I do work on these patterns and traits and things within my private coaching containers so if there's anything that resonated or any parts of this that you feel you want to dig deeper in or work through message me on instagram and we can connect and have a chat about uh, how i can support you in that have a beautiful rest of your day and i'll see you in the next episode thank you so much for listening 
If anything I shared in today's episode has touched your heart or you feel cool to share with me any parts of your own personal journey, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me over on Instagram at I am Rachel Kelly. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode.